You're listening to episode 20 of the Eat Well and Live Full podcast. Oh my goodness, where has January gone? I can't believe that at the time of recording this, it's towards the end of January and we're almost a full month into the new decade and into the year 2020. How are you? How have you guys been? I know I took a little hiatus from the podcast and also social media, and if you didn't notice, that is totally okay. That's kind of was my point to see what would happen, and guess what? The world kept moving. It was fantastic. I'm going to be brutally honest because there's no point in being any other way, and if you've been listening to the podcast since episode one, you will know that I am always brutally honest in these episodes. And that is kind of, again, the point. So I just needed a little break. I needed a little mental break. Needed some time just to reflect on how 2019 went personally and in my business. And I really wanted the this next, you know, season of episodes and into the new year to really come from a place of me feeling inspired and passionate to talk about topics and to podcast and get things out there regularly that are really going to help you shape your year into the best year that it can be for wherever you're at with your health goals, wherever you're at with what you want to work on in 2020 to be a healthier and happier version of you. We are all on such different journeys and it's really important to sometimes sit back and just kind of reflect and take stock and hit pause on things and make sure that if you are climbing that ladder, if you are chasing something, to make sure that it's really the path that you are supposed to be running full speed down because you don't want to end up at the end of it going, oh crap, I should have slowed down and looked around and looked for a secret path or maybe there was a fork in the road and some other way that I could have gone down. And it's just also important to slow down and take stock of how you're feeling in your body, in your environment, and making sure that, you know, you're really paying attention to those signs and those cues from your body and slowing down long enough to hear them. But with that being said, I am back. I am feeling inspired and I am feeling motivated to start the podcast up again for you guys. So weekly content is coming out. There will be an episode every single week. Okay, so I'm putting it out there, which means I have to make it happen for you. And today, I really wanted to kick things off with an episode that I know that you will take so much away from if you stop and listen. I am feeling motivated and inspired right now, but the truth is, that's not always going to be the case. And it won't be the case for you either when you're chasing your wellness goals this year. So in this episode, we're going to talk about some of my tips and tricks on how the heck you can stay motivated and focused on your wellness goals this year in 2020. Are you ready? Let's do it.
it's the new year, which means that you are probably already diving deep into working on those new goals and those resolutions that you set back in January. I mean, pretty much everyone has been busy getting back on that diet or buying their six-week miracle program or signing up for a gym membership that we both know they're probably not going to use for much longer. So don't get me wrong, I am totally here for a clean slate. And that is the best part about the new year is that it brings this ability to kind of wipe away last year and move forward clean and fresh. I love a new beginning and the start of a new challenge as much as the next gal. And it makes me really happy to see so many people refocusing on their health and what their body needs. But you see, the problem is all of that motivation that the new year brings sort of kind of fizzles out in a month or two. And it leaves you waiting for life to swoop in and spoil all of your plans for a new year, new you. And I am not going to let that happen to you. Nuh-uh, not this year, my friend. Today, I want to talk all about how you can stay motivated to hit your wellness goals in 2020. Because I know you've got your goal and your game plan especially if you participated in my free challenge this year back in January where we talked all about forming unique wellness goals and how to set really great goals. So you're fired up and you're going to start climbing that mountain towards your goal and then you lose motivation. Now, unless you just happen to be one of those people who is totally and 100% intrinsically motivated and focused on their goal, almost all the time, then you're gonna have days where you're not motivated. Yep, I said it. You will not always feel motivated to hit your goal. And that is totally normal. I mean, you're not gonna want to always go for that run, or choose an apple over ice cream, or show up to that workout class after an awful day at the office, Or to actually sit down and take the time to meal prep and plan your meals instead of just winging it for another week. And again, that is totally 100% normal. In fact, let's just address it right now. It is going to happen. You are going to lose motivation. It's really easy to get tricked into this false sense of everyone is motivated all the time, especially with this thing called social media. I mean, how many more bikini mirror selfies of fit girls can pop up on my feed in January? I mean, no, seriously, I'm asking you how many more because I don't know if I can take it. Social media has made it super easy to curate motivation. Weight loss transformation pics, before and afters, the healthiest meals and meal plans, beautifully posed photos and more. And when you start to lose motivation and you hop on social media, hoping for inspiration, chances are you're more likely to end up feeling even less motivated. Hear me out on this one. It's called the comparison game. You are going to start comparing your level one to some other girl's level 10. And we all do it all day long. But social media is an extremely heightened version of this. Now, instead of just seeing a few girls at the gym who are where you wish that you were, you can now scroll through thousands of photos in a matter of minutes. And it's not going to leave you feeling inspired. 
In fact, it's going to end up making you feel more like you'll never get there. Why isn't this happening fast enough? What aren't you doing? And why the heck did you ever think that you could make a change in your life to begin with? Oh, wait, is that just me? Okay, I didn't think so. So what the heck can we do to actually stay motivated enough to hit our wellness goals this year? I mean, I'm all for maybe scaling back the social media scrolling, but what can we actually do from an intrinsic, you know, perspective coming from you? Well, now that we know that motivation comes and goes and that it's totally normal to lose it, let's talk about five ways to relight that fire under your butt and get you feeling motivated again. Sound good? Okay. Number one, personalize your motivation. Okay. This may not come as a shock to you, but you're pretty darn unique, which means that what works for you may not work for someone else. And this is why one size fits all plans and diets just don't work. So don't force yourself to follow someone else's game plan. Instead, use your uniqueness to develop a plan and a system that works for you and your body and how you are going to stay motivated. So for example, if you just plain hate running and could care less about crossing a finish line, then training for a 10k or a half marathon might not be the best goal for you right now. Instead, maybe you focus on getting stronger and finally getting your first pull-up. Or your best friend, Christina, went vegan and she cleared her acne and she's looking radiant and all this wonderful goodness that comes along, right? But after three weeks of going meatless yourself, you feel super lethargic, your skin is pale and flaky, and you've been sleeping terribly. Guess what? It's probably not the best diet for your body. And does that mean that it's wrong for Christina? No, it just means that you should probably figure out what's best for you. So now there are so many different examples of this, obviously, but you need to find what works for you to get you from A to B and you don't have to figure it out alone. So I just want to highlight that if you are really serious about hitting a fitness goal or a nutrition goal or a health goal this year, I highly, highly suggest that you invest in yourself and work with a qualified professional. Yes, you can get a free meal plan on the internet. You could download a free workout app and all that kind of stuff. I mean, there are millions of recipes online. Okay, so have you used them to get to your goal yet? No? Okay, then we know that you're probably not going to, right? Here's the brutal honesty. So put some skin in the game and get a plan that is designed for you, your lifestyle, and your body. You are so much more likely to stay motivated if your wellness plan is built for you and your lifestyle. So reach out to me if I'm not the practitioner that is best for you to work with. I will work with you to try and find someone who is. But invest in yourself, put some skin in the game, get a personalized plan for you because you're going to stay so much more motivated if it fits into your lifestyle and you're seeing progress. And you're not always going to get that if you're following somebody else's plan. Number two, focus on being just 1% better every day. Sometimes the hardest part of staying motivated to work towards your health goals is that, well, Change takes its sweet ass time. What I mean is, if you're trying to clear your skin or finally run 10K 
it's not going to happen overnight. It's actually going to take all the weeks of work and consistently sticking to your game plan to actually get to that end goal. And that takes time, my friend. It takes time to start seeing physical changes. It takes time to start feeling changes from the inside out. It takes trust that those changes will come if you just keep pushing forward. In the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, he explains how a big breakthrough moment is actually just an accumulation of actions leading up to that point. And he gives this awesome example of melting an ice cube. So if you start melting an ice cube at 26 degrees, and then you keep increasing it by a degree at a time, it's not even going to begin melting until we hit 32 degrees. So that means 27 degrees, no change. 28 degrees, still no change. 29 degrees, no change. You get the point. Hitting your goals is kind of like that. If you can focus on being consistent, which is something that I preach time and time and time again with my clients, you are far more likely to reach your goals and even surpass them in the long run. Why? Because it's way more sustainable to create lasting habits over time that become a part of your lifestyle. Instead of just trying to change a bunch of bad habits or force yourself into following strict rules for, say, a 30-day period. James Clear also explains, if you can get 1% better each day for one year, you'll end up 37 times better by the time you're done. Conversely, if you get 1% worse each day for one year, you'll nearly decline down to zero. What starts as a small win or a minor setback accumulates into something much more. So what is your 1% better? What does that look like? Is it drinking enough water every day? Is it getting to bed 30 minutes earlier than you want to? Is it saying no to that third cup of coffee? Or is it just getting on the treadmill and getting those extra steps in while the three-hour episode of The Bachelorette is on instead of just sitting on the couch and being tempted to eat a bunch of stuff that you know is not going to make you feel good. Each little decision adds up. And if you can just focus on being consistent and focusing on that 1% change every day, my friend, you are going to run victory laps this year. Number three, use momentum. So we've established that little steps add up. In fact, these little steps add up over time to create an amazingly strong and supportive staircase to get you to the top of that mountain and reach your goal. And yes, going with analogies again, is there any surprise in that? So yes, it takes longer and yes, it requires you to consistently be working towards that goal. But trust me, you don't want to try skipping (laughs) building those foundational steps. I mean, have you ever seen an episode of one of those house renovation shows where this couple wants an open concept living room? Okay, pause. I mean, does anyone on these shows ever want anything other than an open concept? I digress, but so they want this open concept and the builders open up the walls and then what do they find? Nine times out of 10, it's like they find that the builders before them took an easy way out and like cut in the supporting beam thingamajig or didn't properly place the wire above the blah, 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 or there was some kind of shoddy work done to the actual supporting structure of the house. And this couple's entire second floor is falling into their basement pretty much. 
this is another crazy analogy, I know, but this is also why I preach that things like crash diets, they just, they don't work. If you don't work on nailing down the foundational aspects of building a nourishing nutrition plan that is right for your body, you're not going to see those big changes or those big results in the long run. AKA your top floor will cave in. Okay, okay. So back to why momentum is important. The point is, if you're following your 1% better rule and building really supportive, healthy habits and being consistent and following a plan that works for your body, eventually that ice cube is going to melt, girl. You will start to see progress. You will get results. And you're going to create that staircase that is going to hold you up with all the foundations and all those little results are going to snowball you forward. So you're going to push yourself to take those little actions each and every day, even when you don't want to. And this consistency will help create that momentum. And as it snowballs, it will help you chase down your goal and it's going to feel a little bit easier. This is also why I encourage clients to break up their wellness goals into smaller goals along the way because as you achieve those smaller goals it's going to give you momentum to keep going forward and you're going to see progress faster so for example if you want to clear up your acne for good well first let's just work on reducing the amount of inflammation and you may still get breakouts but you get rid of those crazy super angry inflamed deep cystic pimples and that's huge that's a huge step So if you just keep taking these baby steps towards the finish line, momentum is going to work and it's going to help you get there. Number four, celebrate the small wins. Often we got caught up in chasing down this like one big dream or goal and we forget to stop and celebrate our progress and how far we've come. So if you've never ever run before and you've signed up for a 10k, How about you celebrate the fact that you ran a whole kilometer without collapsing and dying or five kilometers for the first time or that you chose to go for a long run in the rain instead of just canceling and flaking out on yourself. You are your biggest critic. And personally, I know that I am horrible at celebrating small wins. For me, it's like, okay, check on to the next goal. Anyone else? But if we slow down and build up that little staircase with the analogy again, full of little goals along the way it keeps us motivated to keep climbing it and the cherry on top is when you sit back and take a second and actually actually celebrate hitting that mini milestone did you drink half your body weight in ounces of water every single day this month hannah montana that's amazing did you show up to the gym four days a week even when you didn't want to even when you'd rather be watching peter the pilot's reaction to girls fighting over champagne Girl, you are amazing. You know you can share these small milestones with other people. Yeah, like an accountability buddy. Tell them what your small goals are and get them to help you celebrate them. Because sometimes we just, again, check off the box and keep going. So trust me, this is going to help keep you motivated to get to that next small goal and the next goal after that. And pretty soon you're going to be at your major, major milestones. Lastly, number five, you're not perfect. You're not perfect and you don't have to be. Life is not black and white and neither is the path to your goal. 
you're going to have good days, you're going to have bad days, but please don't beat yourself up if you have bad days or even weeks of feeling unmotivated. Remember, it is totally normal to lose motivation, especially when we're doing hard things. This is where creating healthy habits can really help you out. Because like I said in the beginning of this episode, you're not going to feel motivated every day. So what's going to get you through on those days where you're feeling completely unmotivated? This is where healthy habits that you've created by being consistent are going to help carry you through. Do you think Serena Williams wakes up every single day and is like, yes, I get to play tennis? Probably not. But she knows that being consistent and putting in the work is going to carry her through on those days where she'd rather be chilling at home. Give yourself a little grace and space to slow down from time to time. All you got to focus on is that 1% better. You don't always have to go 100% full out to be moving forward, okay? Be kind to yourself. Know that you're going to have those days where life is just testing you and that is okay. And when you're ready, get up, dust your shoulders off and get your butt moving and going again. These five tips are really what has helped me stay motivated and focused on specific goals in the past. And they're also the ones that have really helped my clients adhere to nutrition protocols and big health changes that they're trying to make. I want to know what are your health goals that you are planning to crush this year and how can I support you in making that shiz happen? Most importantly, what can you do to keep bringing yourself back to feeling motivated to live your best and healthiest, happiest life this year? Let me know. Seriously, email me. The email will be in the description, but Lexi at wildsparrowwellness.com or hit me up on Instagram at wildsparrowwellness. I know that if you follow these five steps, you will stay motivated to go after whatever your health goal is in 2020. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week because we are back to consistent weekly episodes. 